This episode is brought to you by Monkey Blood Design and Publishing. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Imagine, create, play. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is a publisher of products for role-playing games from the theater of the mind glory days of the 70s and 80s to the in-depth rule systems of modern gaming. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is also the home of the Gold Any Award-winning The Midderland setting and its creator, Glenn Seal. Monkey Blood ships quality gaming products around the world from their UK web store, but you can also find their products on DriveThruRPG, Itch.io, and Redbubble. Not only do they offer high-quality gaming material, but if you need a piece of cartography, art, writing, or layout for your own project, Monkey Blood Design and Publishing can offer freelance services to help bring your own project to creation. So, if you want to buy some great RPG products or get help bringing your own to fruition, head on over to monkeyblooddesign.co.uk and get in touch. Let Monkey Blood Design and Publishing help you to imagine, create, and play. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a cold day, but it's a nice day. Well, today I want to talk about stats. Again, I was watching DM Slayer, and he did a show comparing rolling up stats to point by an array. Now... I have my own prejudices and picadillos on that, the way I like to run it, because I just feel that it makes for a better game. Now, as far as it goes, first off, let's get rid of stat array. That's a thing with the current edition, and I'm, I've rarely used that, and I think it's good for, say, I don't know, NPCs? If you want stats on your NPCs or something like that, just grab one of the the array stats and use it. But as far as character creation, I really don't care to use them. Which leaves rolling and point by. Okay. Now, I'm going to pick point by, uh, excuse me, rolling stats every time. Because with point by, you get 27 points and you distribute them on whatever stats you need and each each stat depending on what number it costs you more i don't like that because i have a built-in prejudice of that because long time ago in the misty in the misty mountains the misty time ages of time i was in the rpga and they kind of made you do point by at the time. Now, I wouldn't mind it, but I there were some things that I really didn't like about point by and put me off of point by. And what, what it was, was basically, okay, in, I guess we we're playing third edition at this that time. Yeah. To get a... To get a score without any modifiers. In other words, see, I got a thing against minuses in modifiers. I don't want a stat below nine. And so I had to spend points to get it up to 10. From 10 to 12, you get zero. 
Nine or less, you get start getting minus one, minus two, that kind of thing. Didn't like it. I said, I would rather have a zero than take a minus on a, on a stat. But what I didn't like was the RPGA, the way they did it, you had to spend points to buy it up to 10. And I think it was 10. I'm not sure. I think nine. Yeah, it was 10. But the point is, why am I spending my hard-earned points that you're giving me? Well, not hard-earned, but I mean the points that you're giving me just to get it up to average. I hated that. That just didn't make any sense to me. So I don't like point buy. You want to use point buy, go ahead. They do it differently in the current edition, but, you know, still, it's point buy. So that leaves rolling. I like rolling, and there are two main ways people like to do it. Now, there's about six ways people like to do it, but the two main ways are roll 3d6 in order, that's your stats. The other main way is to roll 4d6, drop the lowest, and put them where you want. Guess which side of the coin I'm going to be on. That's right, 4d6, drop the lowest. I don't care if that's the way they used to do it back in the day. That's the way I've always done it when I started in this. Because they say, oh, well, you're going to get two, you're not going to, you're not going to get an average or, you know, an average or, you know, you're going to get more powerful characters. Not by that much. You may luck out and get an 18 sometimes or a 17. Even a 17, I can, you know, 16 to 18, I don't think is a big deal. Okay? I just don't. It, you know, you've got great stats. Good for you. You're not going to get, they're not going to get all 18s. But the chances of them getting anything nine or less is greatly reduced when you use 4d6. Because I like characters who are competent. Maybe a little, a little more than competent. I, I appreciate the guys who say, well, I just roll 3d6 down the line because if he's got a bad stat, I don't care. I'm going to play him, make something of himself, and if he dies, he dies. Okay, fine. But uh, this is another prejudice of mine. And this carries all this carries over to my GMing, too. This is another prejudice of mine. is the fact that I don't want to have to roll up characters all the time. You got... Hopeless care. You got characters with bad stats, one bad roll, boom, you're gone. And I have to roll up another character. Well, it just takes about five minutes to roll up a character in old school, you know, OSR. It's like, yeah, but I don't want to have to do it. I don't want to have to stop and do it. And so, all right, laziness on my part. What the hell? I am a lazy GM, so hey, you can take that to the bank, I'll tell you. But anyway. That's the way I like to do it. 46, drop the lowest, put them where you want. I like people to play what they want to play. I don't want to, I don't want to have to fit, fit the class to the stats, as it were. I mean, race, some, a lot of editions, race, races will help bump some stuff up, but it also takes some stuff away. But like I said, that's the way I want to do it. That's the way I'm always going to do it. I want competent characters from the get. They can grow from there. That's not a problem. I've played with groups that really don't. My Monday group, they don't really, they have growth, but it's character growth. I mean, yes, they go up in levels and, oh, I can do this, I can do that. But it's, it's secondly to what their character goes through. So that way it works for me. That's the way I'd like it. That's the way I think it should be done. I know those people are going to disagree with these. Hi, Matt. 
But that's the way I like it. Anyway, I gotta go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar and gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. If you want to just give me a single donation, you can go over to my Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognar, and I would appreciate it. Let me thank these people who give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. If you want to hear some good podcasts, there is Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar Podcast. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast. Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast. How about Daniel Norton at the Bandits Keep Podcast? Randy and Joe over at the Biggest Geek. <laughs> Randy and Joe over at the Biggest Geekest Podcast. Big John Allen Larges, the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you again. That came out strange. Let's try that again. Until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Questions. Comments, send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.